0: To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash In terms of what's going on right now with monkeypox, let's say I've not been paying attention, um, do you mind giving a sort of brief overview of of what's going on and sort of where this assertion that monkeypox is not a gay disease needs to come in in order to counteract that?
1: So, you know, as I said, monkeypox um, is a virus in the pox virus family, just like smallpox is. Um, and it has largely been confined to rest in central africa for for many years with sporadic outbreaks around the rest of the rest of the globe. Um over the past few years have been sort of more frequent, larger outbreaks in Nigeria, um but never really a, a real true multi-country um, outbreak in Europe and North America and Australia. Um, and what we saw is um over the past over a month or so, that we've seen, you know first a few, Dozen, then a few hundred, now over a thousand cases of monkeypox across Europe, uh, North America, uh, Australia, and I think also some in the Middle East and Israel. And it's largely followed sort of the route of transmission through close physical contact. That's how it's transmitted. It's not a sexually transmitted disease, um, but it's followed sort of the social and sexual networks of gay men worldwide. Um, And the reason to say that it's not a gay disease or to raise the issue of stigma and discrimination. And the possibility of physical or, or verbal violence for, for mm-hmm. people, because we know what happened when President Trump talked about the China virus, um, is that real physical violence was, was acted out on, on Asian Americans across the country. So the reason to bring it up often and early is because we need to deal with this as a public health crisis, but also sort of pull back a little bit and realize that the political context of infectious disease among gay men is always going to be um, used as a way to scapegoat us. Uh, and to denigrate us, and you know, if you if you glimpse at right wing media, you know, uh-huh. some of the responses tweets I've gotten on Twitter, you realize you know the homophobia is like just below the surface. Um, and erupts um without a lot of provocation, pretty easily when you start talking monkeypox. This morning was like you know the CDC cares more about gays and children with COVID. I mean, like it's just. You know, it, it's sort of right there underneath the surface, and so I think we we, we meet it head on. As she said, like um, the best way to deal with stigma is to be honest about it and and say that look, we have a history in this country of scapegoating people when it comes to infectious disease. HIV is not our first time at the rodeo when it comes to this. Um, we can think of the way in which women were locked up under the Con Chamberlain Act in the early twentieth century for being loose women who were giving sexually transmitted diseases to our our, our brave soldiers uh, on the west coast. I mean, we can go through a history of infectious diseases and how people have scapegoated for it, you know, at the beginning of the AIDS epidemic with, you know, fags, whores and junkies uh, who are bringing AIDS to, to the United States. And so need to deal with it quickly and explicitly, but also not sure there's a bunch of people who are saying, you know, we shouldn't call it. We shouldn't bring attention to the fact that this is spreading among men, men or sex with men. Well, it happens to be doing that. <laughs> And so you have to walk a fine line in trying to figure out how do you deal with the stigma and discrimination that's um, just here because of who we are, um, and the fact that we need to deal with the the men in our our community, gay, bi, and trans, who are at risk because of how this virus has sort of gotten hold in, in, in the US at this very moment.
0: Right. And I think also when you have this happening in the sort of context of like increasing legal and state attacks on like trans life, or you have the sort of gender critical conspiracy theory, like overlap, where you have accusations of like groomer. I mean, there was like a a recent right wing protest that like attacked a, a pride event in Dallas. Like, obviously, this is a moment where there's like a lot at stake here. And, you know, anything that you know, can be weaponized, like I think against queer people like is being weaponized right now. Um, But it doesn't erase the fact that we're also, you know, facing an an, an epidemic of something that we do actually have like treatment options for. And I think, you know, as you said, you still see a, a possibility of containment for people who might not know what that means. And I know this is sometimes discussed in the context of COVID. Like, do you mind explaining what you mean by, by thinking that monkeypox, we can still contain it. Like, what does it mean to get containment of a disease and how do you sort of do that through early intervention?
1: So, you know, when the Ebola outbreak happened in West Africa in 2014, 2015, I wrote wrote something and I said, infectious diseases are always going to be with us, but epidemics are man-made creations, right? Mm. And so monkeypox right now is a small outbreak, relatively so, in the United States, 25 people. Um, there is a potential if we can get people um, to come forward with with potential infection get them tested we might be able to basically burn out this current outbreak before it sort of digs deeper roots into our community so we have a chance to contain it in in the sort of little sense of that term is is stop the the outbreak in its tracks um because it's so small to this current point I, you know, I'm less and less optimistic about containment, mm-hmm. um, but as I said, you know, the worldwide cases have, have doubled over the past week or so.